Covenant Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Here's our question for today, Pastor Michael. Can Satan cause illnesses or heal, meaning healing people? Yep. Tim. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Did you know that we have... 472 downloads in the UK. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. 208 in Canada. We have some great Northern friends that listen to us regularly. I really expect Canada to step it up a little bit, to be honest. Well, yeah. We have many of them here in the US. That's true. Okay. That is true. Pastor Craig needs to really call his buddies <laughs> and be like, get say, the, hey, get on this podcast. Get, get thing. the download right up. Okay. Can Satan cause illnesses? I think that's an easy one. The answer is yes. If. Yes, if. And the if would be, does God give him a leash long enough with a specific person to do that? So Mm -hmm. we don't know, like, for example, the thorn in Paul's side. What was that? Was it an illness? Was it an emotional thing, a spiritual thing, et cetera? It seems to be a physical. Seems to be something physical. Issue. You go back to Job, you know, and that's There's a clear example. Yep. So I think the answer would be, yeah, he definitely can. Now, here's, I think one of the misnomers would be that all all illness comes from Satan, which is, which is. uh, No, no, no. Not true. And uh, we know that illness is the result of sin. And so our mm-hmm. bodies are naturally decaying. Um, cancer is not necessarily from, we got to be clear here, it's not necessarily from Satan, but it's not also necessarily from, oh, I did this thing, therefore God allowed right. or gave me cancer. The sin condition in our right. body, which is causing the decay of all matter, especially our bodies, is where our where is where grammatically, whatever the word is, that is where we'll say illnesses come right. from. So in, when, in, the, in the way I describe it is we live in a broken, fallen world and sin caused that. And because we live in a fallen world, illnesses is part of that fallen state that the world is in. And sometimes there can be diseases that are contracted from specific, specific sins. sins. So yeah. if you're a heroin addict and you're sharing needles, mm-hmm. different blood diseases are often things that you can receive from that. And so, but that's very different than cancer right. or um, something that strikes a person or the flu mm-hmm. or allergies or whatever else. And I, I think by and large though, with most Christians, the illness is just a result of being in a fallen world and that's right. where it comes from. So I think that's the easy one. Can Satan cause illnesses? Yeah, if God permits him to do it, and there have been circumstances where he did. Now, Tim, can Satan heal people? Yeah, now we got to go in a little different direction. Can he heal people? And and I would say that's not normally his mode of operation. He Mm -hmm. would rather cause pain and suffering rather than health and physical joy. Yep. That's not the way he's going to move right. most of the time, but he can. And often one of the things that he does is he gets us to substitute something good from from what God really wants mm-hmm. best. But I would say mm-hmm. when and if he can cause a person to be healed or to have the appearance of healing, who's getting the glory here? Is God mm-hmm. getting the glory? And I would argue Often not. Satan is not going to do something to give God glory. I think Satan loves to inflict pain because pain is one of those things that causes people to go one of two directions. It either right. causes them to wag their finger at God or to get on their knees before God. And I think Satan also knows that for most people, if they don't have the Holy Spirit, inevitably pain is going to make them wag their finger at God and it's get going angry to discourage with them. Yes. them spiritually, etc. I also, though, think there's one avenue 
where the Bible does give categories for this. Matthew 24, 24 is one of them where healing done in another God's name, small g, mm-hmm. can be very distracting. Sure. And in a, we'll just say a spiritual cultural climate that loves the spiritual realm, loves to talk about ghosts and believes yeah. there's some kind of interesting other world, which is a part of our pop culture. We'll just right. say perspective that many, not the, I would say the vast majority of Americans believe that there is some kind of spiritual realm. And, yep. and so Matthew 24, 24 says this for false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect or those Great who are, are Christians. And, yep. and so I do think that there is a strategy of Satan using false prophets to mm-hmm. empower them to do enormous things in the name of another God, to distract people, to give people that the, the illusion that power could be found in someone else's in someone else's name. I also think he's tapping into a very typical human syndrome which is we love power. Yes. And the kind of power that Jesus gives us is not necessarily authoritarian power over people, right. but he gives us the power to endure and to suffer and to mm-hmm. bring God glory, the power over sin in our life, the power over I will say even our will that gives us self-control and a self-will and the kind of power that Jesus offers is not immediately attractive to the power hungry nature mm-hmm. inside of every human. And so what Satan can masquerade as is somebody who can offer you not necessarily power over yourself and your will and your desires, but power over other people through yeah. signs and wonders. And, and so I do think that that is probably one of his greatest, uh, we'll say tricks. But the question I've, I've, I'm just wondering, I see that he can empower false prophets yes. to do signs and wonders, great signs and wonders. And he did that in the book of Exodus. Yep. With the first five plagues that Moses brought, the Egyptian mm. magicians were able to duplicate, and they did so in the power or in the authority of their God. Yep. And so it, it confused the entire experience because they were trying to thwart God and thwart mm-hmm. Moses's instruction, let my people go. You know, God mm-hmm. says, let my people go. And here, if you don't, this is what's going to happen. And they were like, well, gee, you know, we can do the same thing. So, yep. you know, you, your God's no better than our God. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have to be scared of you. I like the way you say thwart. <laughs> you, you, Kentucky must say T-H-O-R-T. Oh, I have all uh, kinds of those. My wife will tell you all about really those. entertaining. The word would be thwart. <laughs> Ah, that's the way you say it. This is the way we say it. That's the way it's spelled. Well, here, let me give you another example. You know, we we have a sister church in Haiti, and we were there last fall. And one of the things that the local pastors did while we were there, and we were out distributing uh, Feed My Starving Children food packets to to people. And he, as we were walking down the road, he said, hey, by the way, again, he didn't say this. He said this in Creole, and I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So through an interpreter, they explained Hey, this house here, this is the witch doctor's house, Mm. and he will heal people, and he will take their money uh, to heal them, and he is doing it in the power of Satan. This was a pastor, a Christian pastor, that was warning us, hey, this guy is a swindler. He is a charlatan. He Mm. is healing people uh, medicinally. But he's doing so in the mm. power of Satan. So is that like Benny Hinn healing where it's like, ah, I'm healed or like, and then it's not real nor objective nor verified, or is it like real objective healing? I guess that's my, my question is like, 
there's people who love to say they were healed because they love the attention. Yep. Like it makes yep. them look more spiritual or something of the sorts. And then there, there are those who are objectively 100% miraculously yep. visually healed. Yep. Right. I can't think of any circumstances in scripture where Satan has done that. I'm just curious if that is in his capacity, right. but I got to imagine if he can do signs and wonders and have that much access and control over the physical realm, why not? That? Sure. You know, I mean, it would make sense. So I can't think of any reason why he couldn't. And it is interesting. The witch doctor story, like stuff we don't have to deal with on a daily right. basis. We don't have to deal with it in our culture. Yeah, ours our are society. completely different. So I know it's there, but like pastorally, I don't wake up in the morning and be like, Oh, there's the witch doctor's house. Like that's, <laughs> you know, anyways, the hard thing about these questions is it's a, uh, implicit theology. It's taking these biblical principles and trying to flush them out and see how far they're going to go. And right. I feel like we've pushed this one as far as it's able to go with clarity. Listeners, please come back next time when we answer the question, how should a candidate's moral character weigh into my vote?